give me a chance. You're someone who understands my needs. I'll rip a sensitive. Everything I miss at home. You know how to hold me. And feel all the things I want to feel inside each tender kiss. I get everything I miss at home. I don't think I, I know that song. I was just out on the town in search of some fun. I was looking for love. Then <laughs> you don't know that song? I don't think so. Wow. Well, that is Everything I Miss at Home by Sherelle featuring Alexander oh O'Neill, produced oh by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. You have all of the credits. <laughs> Every last one of them. It's my jail. That's my jail. Oh, I can't I thought you would know that one. I thought you would know my it. Apologies. I hate to disappoint. No. No, it's fine. It's fine. You know, I'll be digging into some of the good 80s and 90s deep cuts. But praise yeah, the I'm Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, niggas. <laughs> and welcome back to Getting Grown, where we are back to discuss the scam that is adulting. The good, the bad, the ugly, the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes of being a real live adult in the year of our Lord, mm. 2020. Yeah, we're here in 2020. How are you? We are here. I'm okay. How are you? No complaints. Yeah, man. Yesterday was a heavy day, but today is a better day, and I'm grateful for that. Yesterday was a heavy day? Yeah, you know how sometimes energetic, it just be an energetically low day. You don't feel your best. Some people call it waking up on the wrong side of the bed. You just don't, you know, they just it just be thing after thing. It was just one of those kind of days. So, mm-hmm. but it's fine. We are on today right now, and... I'm not going to complain. Dope. Dope. Well, we got trash to... Oh, oh, yeah, you did the test in the trials. So we have trash to get into, so let's go to the trash. All righty, let's boogie. All right, it's time for the trash. Basura, basura. Um, So we'll start off on a bit of a heavy note. Um, uh, On a pretty heavy note. Um, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg past um which is very sad uh we know ooh, we know a lot of the a lot of the policies and a lot of the things that she brought forth um for women's rights um we also are well aware of a lot of the you know problematic and controversial things surrounding her uh but all in all um it was a, a you know it was a step forward in some way mm-hmm. and you know we want to give our condolences to her loved ones um and continue to give our condolences to the United States of America because Listen. it is a yeah that that that's it right there <laughs> it's a fire literally so m- my dumbass put the citizen app on my phone and oh it's something you shouldn't put on your don't you put it on your phone it gives you like crime updates i got it for coronavirus updates just to kind of see how the city was doing 
but I forgot to turn the notifications off and I've been getting all kinds of craziness. There was a tiger found in an apartment a couple of weeks ago. But a to tiger? Yes. <laughs> but today oh in Flatbush. But today there was like four fires. I said all that to say the entire country is on fire. The world's on fire, but the country is on fire, honey. That's what's happening right now. Um, traumatizing. It is. It is traumatizing. And, you know, I hope everybody is doing their part, but it's hard to have a lot of hope and faith in, in a system like this. So, um, Bel Calis Almanzar. Oh, Barty. Barty, Barty. We, I think we did an entire, did we do an entire kitchen table talk dedicated to Barty back in the day? We did a baby shower for Cardi. A baby shower. We did a baby shower for Cardi. Well, Cardi is filing for divorce from the father of that child. I saw that. Oh, I thought you were going to say I saw that coming. <laughs> she did. No, no, no. I, well. Yeah. <laughs> she, I'm sorry. No, that's wrong. Um, she did file for divorce from her husband, as you saw. And so she has actually spoken out for the first time and did a live since she has filed for the divorce. And I must say... You know, in all the years that we've known Cardi now, she never disappoints in the entertainment department. What did she do? She started off by basically being like, I want to say thank you so much. <laughs> She's like, however, like, I don't really need it. <laughs> you don't really need what? The thank yous. She was like, I want to say thank you so much. However, like, I don't really need it. I'm okay. I want to <laughs> let you know I've not shed one tear. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> She was out here like, let me tell you all something. I'm good. And she said, any rumors that you may have heard about him having a child on the way or any of those things, all of that is false. You know, sometimes you just be tired of the shit. Sometimes you're just tired of the arguing and the fighting and you just don't be on the same page anymore. She's like, and that's pretty much just what it is. So she well, was like, I don't want to be married anymore. I, I think I think that's what it is. And then also, you know, that. That person has put her through quite a bit. Listen. Publicly. It's very young. She's very young. When they, both of them were very young entering this marriage. Mm -hmm. Three and years. And I think that there's just a lot of people, a, a lot of us rush into relationship without really having a sense of who we are, what we want. Mm. And as such, we uh, come to learn and realize that the folks that we connected ourselves to, you know, well, we were not on the same page with them, and we have to make different choices. Absolutely. For ourselves Absolutely. moving forward. So, you know, won't be the first time, won't be the last. I honestly feel like, you know, give them a 18 months or so, they probably won't get back together. They might. And, you know, um, they, they might come back, and they might not. And either way, you it's know what okay. I'm saying? It's none of my business. I wish <laughs> them both God's greatest speed, yes. really and truly. Sincerest blessings, Dion Warwick. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> goodness. so you don't watch Love After Lockup, right? I do not. I've tried to, but I just like, why it's, am I watching this? I understand. It's fine. I get it. I got sucked in. Well, there's <laughs> a real life Love After Lockup situation that has just happened, which is actually a joyous occasion um, and on, behind buddy. something that shouldn't have that shouldn't have been. So there is a WNBA player by the name of Maya Moore. Um, I did 
see this on mm-hmm. GMA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yes. Oh, so you saw it. You saw when they announced it. Mm-hmm. So Maya has been um, working uh, to help get the love of her life out of jail. Uh, he spent. So he tw- wasn't. I mean, he can't became, he became the love, the of, love her of her life. life. Right. Okay. She was 18. She was in a youth ministry and he was wrongfully convicted of um, robbery and I think uh, assault charges and burglary and assault charges. That's what it was. So he was he was wrongfully convicted, uh, wrongfully identified on a lineup and has served 22 years of a 50 year sentence um, that was overturned in March. Um, And so Maya helped to get that conviction overturned and they fell in love in the process of working with him and trying to get this done. And when he got out, when Jonathan got out, they got engaged and announced it on good morning America. They did. So congratulations to the happy it's couple. really a lifetime movie in the making. It really is. And congratulations to Don Jonathan and also like the system again fire like there's this 22 years of this man's life has been snatched away from him because he had an all-white jury 16 years old tried as an adult it's absolutely disgusting like we have and that's I, i i strongly believe that's why everything has happened the way it is right now because this is a system this is this is a this can't continue forward but empires have fallen before so that's pretty much that on that um, some of those people's president is trying to ban TikTok. Uh, oh uh, he claimed it was going to be gone on Sunday. It's still here, so I don't. <laughs> it's he's banning lots of things. He is. He's trying to. He's causing chaos and negativity. I mean, like mayhem. You know, before this November, and we'll see what happens then. But it's about to be a rumble, nigga. Like it's. I hope everybody's doing their part. So Louisville actually reached a multi-million dollar settlement with the family of Breonna Taylor. I think it's 12, right? $12 million, yep. Um, With the family of Breonna Taylor. Um, But they still haven't arrested, haven't arrested those cops. Right. You know, and, you know, while you want this, it's nothing about this is going to be a sub celebratory moment because a completely innocent life was taken in a way that absolutely should not have been. And the people who are responsible are walking this earth just as free as they can be. And it's not are they right. Still working and getting paid. And I'm sure else? they're on some sort of admin leave. They can't be physically working. I'm assuming because there's too many people on their heads. Mm. There's too many people who want them people brought to justice. And I'm not going to say what kind of justice, but they do need to be arrested, if anything else. They need to be arrested. You all took the life of an innocent woman who was sleeping in her bed. You need to be arrested. You do not deserve to be walking free. There's no reason this should have happened. And then the trumped up charges that you tried to put on the household and say why you all came in in the first place, all of it was a lie. And the fact that this is just this continues to be to be allowed is just this cannot sustain itself. I can't say it just cannot sustain itself. Well, we can sustain itself. It's been sustaining itself. It, it has been, but now it's <laughs> but now it's burning. Now it's burning. Well, 
I guess it's been burning. A slow fire? I don't know, nigga. I'm hopeless. This is it's like hopeless. I feel low key hopeless. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm. I mean, it's just really hard. Yeah. To be black in America, and not like you know to paraphrase James Baldwin. It's like, mm. how do we? How are we not? How are we not supposed to be outraged? Mm-hmm. Um. But you know. I'm, 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 I don't, I don't, I, I know it's hard. I feel like, I feel like we should celebrate. I don't know. That's a very, I don't know. That's probably not an appropriate word. I feel like we should, um, celebrate that, that Brianna's family is going to receive some sort of, I mean, this, you can't put, I a know. price on her life right i know um, what you're saying but, but i'm sure that her her mother and her family they have been out on the front lines fighting for justice mm-hmm. and and as such have probably had to deal with a, a host of costs and mm-hmm. expenses around this fight to get justice and some sort of restitution mm-hmm. for what what they've gone through but at the same time it seems like oh gosh i know it seems like what are you even yeah i don't know i know i was having this conversation with a friend last night and he was like you know do you ever feel like just hopeless like everything is bad and i said you know in all honesty sometimes and then i i have days like that where I try to remember it's hard there are days that are really really hard and it's really hard to remember the good things you know in the moments that you would think would want to be celebrated or hard to celebrate you and the family can't celebrate getting 12 million dollars like you said because they 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 I'm sure they would give it all back to have exactly Rihanna exactly but I'm glad they got something however you know, it's on those days where we feel hopeless. I really try. I try. I try to really dig for some kind of gratitude and real and remember that not every day is like that. And it's hard when you're in it and it feels like everything is bad. And but we, we you know, we got to try to dig for that little that little bit of that little bit of positivity that's going to help us to try to p- pull ourselves out of it because it's too easy to to get dragged in. You know what I'm saying? So we um we continue to send our love to the family of Brianna Taylor to the loved ones of Brianna Taylor cuz it's it's just it's just an unnecessary situation that is not being handled in the proper way and it just continues to show that white supremacy, you know, it 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 just it it flourishes. It's disgusting. Um <clears throat> lastly, the Emmys was yesterday which we'll talk it a little was. bit more about. Um, and there were supposed to be two red carpet, I don't know what red carpet, but two red carpet hosts, Vivica Fox. and Oh, uh, really? oh yeah. Vivica Fox was supposed to be one of them. And um, what's her name? Juliana Rancic, the one who always does it. Oh, Jesus. And neither one could because both tested positive for COVID. Wow, really? Yep. Um, Vivica tested positive for COVID and Juliana and her whole family tested positive for COVID. 
So it seems like everybody is as healthy as can be right now. They're just quarantining to stay safe and to keep others safe. Um, but they could not host the red carpet pre-show for the Emmys because of that. For e, wow. For E-Live. Um, so it ended up being Nina Parker and Brad Goreski who ended up hosting uh, to fill in for the hosts. But nice. we'll talk a little bit more about the Emmys when we get to the kitchen table. Let's move along to our shout out, though. Okay. My sister's popping right now. Like. Okay. Our shout out this week is very near and dear to us. I am wholly disgusted with myself. So last week we had an episode where we celebrated 8.5 million downloads of Getting Grown. And, you know, we continue to thank you all for your support. As you, you know, you guys really just really hold Kia and I down. For sure. But another person who holds us down that we didn't even mention, which is crazy, is Ty Worley. Our editor. Yes, indeed. Ty. Comes through every single week and edits the episodes. Thank you. And stays up late sometimes or does it early mornings and deals with our schedule changes and all kinds of things. And we could not have gotten to 8.5 and handles the ad stuff and all that. We could not have gotten to 8.5 million downloads without Ty. We would not, and we were absolutely remiss in failing to acknowledge Ty and all the members of our loudspeakers family. Absolutely. But Ty, most especially, we work so closely with him and pulling together all of the odds and ends and details for the show. So, Ty, thank you for all of your hard work. Thank you. And yes. your ta- bringing your talent. Thank you. Your expertise to what we do. Thank you. Without you, we would not be where we are, so... Thank you for all that you've done. Yes. And we're looking forward to continuing to work with you in the future. We love Ty and we're really grateful for Ty. And yes, like you said, we were very remiss in not bringing him up last week. Just Ty, charge it to the game, charge it to the weed, charge it to all of that. <laughs> um, but but we want to thank Ty for, you know, holding us down every week and being being a big part of the team as well. So Ty's our shout out this week. You can catch Thank you, Ty. Yes, he also edits the friend zone and works on many loudspeakers projects and is a anime and all things sci-fi and all kinds, you know, just all kinds of shit. Ty is just an expert on it. And I love his oh. hot takes on Twitter. So <laughs> Ty, we love you. And with that being said, we're gonna move along to this kitchen table. Let's do it. Thank you. During these economically turbulent times, everyone is looking for a way to feel more financially secure. It's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart is completely online and makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. If the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash grown to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash grown. 
Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Full amount full so we're keeping amount, the kitchen table light this week. And the Emmys uh, happened yesterday. I did? did not watch. Sis, did you watch? You know I did not watch the Emmys. <laughs> you know that I did not. I mean, we're just here. I probably have watched the Emmys maybe a total of one time. Yeah, I don't think same. I've sat through I, I I don't think I've sat through a no. full Emmys awards, but mm-hmm. if you compile the pieces and highlight reels that I've watched over the years, Absolutely. it would probably amount to one same. Absolutely. Full episode. I know that I watched the year that Crystal was nominated. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, hey. Yeah, <laughs> I think I too have watched maybe one, one and a half full Emmy Award shows in my entire life. In but, my whole black life. But God bless them. God bless them. And speaking of black lives, we want to shout out all of the black winners at the Emmys. Show you right. Regina King won her fourth Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series for Watchmen. Um, Uzo Aduba won her third Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Supporting Actress. Eddie Murphy won his first. Eddie Murphy and Carrie Washington both won their really? first Emmys, yes, in all of his career. In all of his career, he's only been nominated four times. Mm-hmm. Um, and Carrie Washington Ooh. so both of them won their first um, Eddie's for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Comedy Series and that's for his return to SNL Okay. and then there was a father-daughter duo Ron Cephas Jones and Jasmine <laughs> Cephas Jones both Very won nice. which I think is lovely he said that was that was one of the highlights of his life was watching I'm his sure. daughter win you know, he's like, I got mine and it was nice to get another one. But to see my daughter win and see her dreams start, you know, coming to fulfillment like that is incredible. Um, so he won for This Is Us and she won for, I guess, a film called Hashtag Free Ray Sean. OK. Very black. I'm going to have to go look at that, though. <laughs> um, Dave Chappelle won for his Sticks and Stones. I saw, I saw that. And lastly. Famous acceptance speech. Zendaya. Absolutely. Oh, we love our little Virgo queen. She won for best lead actress in a drama for Euphoria. And didn't Insecure win? Oh, and Insecure. Yes, I have them on here too. They got eight nominations, but they won for outstanding single camera picture editing uh, for the low-key trying episode. Okay. They listen, it's her first one for Insecure. We will celebrate. We're gonna celebrate it. And I think I got all the black people. If I missed anybody charge to the game so with you know with all of that and zendaya looked beautiful i loved her uh her b-day hair <laughs> and her outfit she always gives you know what i'm saying and she's so she's gracious a, and she's humble a style icon she really is yes indeed and the youngest to ever win that award i mean i stand if y'all like we must if you don't stand you are a hating ass nigga um, so I thought in light of the Emmys, we just talk about a little TV that we've been watching, whether it be old, whether we're doing some rewatches or some new things. I'm not watching anything current. Oh, you're not? No, probably not anything that's like currently on right now, aside from like the Housewives of Potomac. (laughs) Okay. So get into it. What you been watching then? I've been watching the Housewives of Potomac. (laughs) I watched uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville. 
Is that the um, one with the lady with the really long neck and her husband be cheating on her? And he's like really pretty. I never noticed that her her neck was long, but sure, yes. Okay, yes, yes. She's like a long woman. She's a pretty lady. Stone Age, Stone Age husbands from Love and Marriage Huntsville. (laughs) I only know Um, that show because Tristan was watching it. And and he started watching it because he thought it was a real estate show. So he starts. So I I think, you know, it was three couples Mm -hmm. each doing something around like real estate, real estate development Mm -hmm. or like, you know, um, and they were building up the real estate in that it's like they were rent like a part of the gentrification of like Huntsville, Alabama, but they were you right. know, revitalizing uh, you know, black. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I um, saw that. In Huntsville. And that's where, you know, that's was the hook. Like it was like, let's watch these three couples. But then we got into it and, and you it know, was the real the housewives of, their, of Huntsville. Their mess of their relationships, <laughs> you know, start their friendships <laughs> at amongst, you know, across um mm-hmm. marriages uh, and then, you know, all the stuff going on within each marriage, you know, became the crux of the show. But I, I watch it still, even though I feel like their season wrapped up short because they, they had to stop filming for COVID. Okay. But I, I did watch that. Let's see. I know that the haves and have nots on own is back. Mm-hmm. I'm not caught up. I know I did wa- probably watch the first season of the episode, but, you know, kind of like... um Greenleaf and mm-hmm. you know own those kinds those kind of programs like um it seems like they're only slated for a certain number of seasons mm-hmm. and when they get toward the end they just try to cram everything in and then it gets to be a mess yeah so i think uh like i'm not really i i've kind of i have kind of found myself in a in like a a, a netflix thing mm-hmm. um lately where i've been kind of like going back and watching the television shows of the early 2000s. <laughs> like, oh, Girlfriends. I've been, I've been getting my life. Well, I haven't even gotten into Girlfriends that much, but oh. I did watch a few episodes of the game. Okay. Um, but I, you know, I'm still watching Grey's Anatomy and Private Practice. Um, well, you've got 75 like on, seasons of, of Grey's Anatomy. I mean, and I just cannot seem to stop myself from <laughs> watching and rewatching because <laughs> it's just so layered and it's just so like, I don't know, but Shonda Rhimes is really gifted. And each of the like, I, she's just masterful in her character development because each character in Grey's Anatomy could have its own show, right? Because there's just so much mess there. But um, I find myself just kind of watching those things over and over again, um, and watching like documentaries on Netflix. I watched The Social Experiment. Have you watched that? Oh no, but it's on my list. Oh God! Now that gave me a panic attack. I did watch that though, and let me see what else I've been watching. Just kind of like you know reruns. On TV One, I watched Family Matters. I watched Law and Order, Special <laughs> Victims Unit. I don't watch current things. You know what I'm saying? I like to get caught up because the news and all these notifications oh, and no. things, they kind of wear me out. So I, I go to TV as my like happy place. Mm-hmm. And I try to watch older sitcoms, fictional things, because I cannot be, I cannot deal with the realities of the world. So that I did watch Marriage Bootcamp Hip Hop. <laughs> Oh, bitch, I watched I all of that. that. I started that. Uh, with corrupt and uh-huh. and his fed Tahiri. up partner. <laughs> Listen, that lady has a lot to be mad about. She okay? does. And uh, she be just yes. sitting there mad. <laughs> she be pissed. I mean, optimal levels of pissivity at all times. Um, but I did watch that. That was very entertaining. Um, but can yeah, I, I don't you, know. Can like I those... ask you a question? Sure. What 
does a Hazel E do? Let me tell you something. Besides get on my nerves, let me tell you why I don't care for that Hazel E. Like, whatever it is that she does, I mean, I'm really not clear on what she does, but she has found a way (laughs) to market it, right? She is like a social media. She's like a walking bossip. Yeah. Even in that love and marriage hip hop, she was a leak. Like they, they, I watched one of their behind the scenes episodes. There was, and they signed, of course they have to sign like disclosure NDA agreements. And stuff, right. Right. They had caught her like on footage, like with her phone, like talking to people, showing people the house and like telling people what was going on. So when there was a fight, like Willie from day 26, Got uh-huh. into a fight with her, with her, with her, boo. her, whatever, and um, <laughs> you know pretty. she, she um, she had to break the news on that, and it's just all like she's found a way, and she sells these stories, um, and she's all about like, she's just one of those like bots, like she has mm. all these followers, and she's found a way to monetize that. So I guess for all intents and purposes, she's like an influencer in that oh, way. Wow, Don't but um. Huh? No, but I'm saying like, I mean, you you are influencing around a particular skill set that you have. Oh, okay. Hazel E is just influencing around mess, negativity, and chaos. (laughs) And uh, and I'm and um like her her husband now because from what I understand they got married. Oh no, Thithi. Her husband, dear God, um, you know that was one of the main things about their storyline. You know, whether or not he was with her in order to kind of boost himself on social media and in that space. And um, throughout the course of the show, at the end of the show, she ended up making him sign a contract that was like, well, if you're going to use me in these ways to kind of like boost you, um, you know, let's make this formal. And she made like an agreement and he signed the contract without reading it and essentially, um, you know, sold himself to Hazel E because like what like she he signed and and in, in that contract it was he he agreed to like she gets 30% of every like deal that he what in the <laughs> and he just signed it like <laughs> let me just sign this because I want to prove that I love you and it's like nigga me and Judge Toller because you know Judge Toller was one of the hosts on the show he Judge signed Toller. that paper yes Judge Lynn Toller he signed a paper and me and Judge Toller at the same time was like what the like both of us were like what boy you better not sign that we both was having the same fit at the same time I know this nigga not finna sign this thing he ain't even read the first line and um it was but yeah I don't know see I be watching that kind of stuff so, I didn't finish um, it but I'm gonna get back to it because you gotta watch it because corrupt is a, is a full flesh oh, alcoholic no um and you know it's just interesting the whole Vado and Tahiri business it's just a whole mess I think I saw the first I saw Corrupt go to the hospital I saw Willie and um, uh, Young Lato or whatever get in a fight I don't know what that boy's name is I don't do we care we probably don't it's like Diego or something from I don't know child. well let's just call them Dora and Diego uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I saw that yeah, I saw, I saw, oh, I saw Vado and Tahiri. I did, oh, I did tragic. It's my tragic. God. My God. And Vado, I, you know, Vado, I just have always kind of wondered about, but I'm just Now, gonna... I have to say, before this show, Vado could probably walk through my house right now and I wouldn't. Like, who? <laughs> I don't know. But that's no shade because I'm not, you know, I you know be at I the know library. Niggas. I know niggas. You, you know what I'm saying? I, I, and I be at the library. Right. You know? It's fine. It's fine. 
It's so, fine. Votto no said he knew but Terry yes, from around the way. Yes. Um, these are the things that I'm watching. And I wish that I had like a more, I don't know, guys. I don't I don't watch. Oh, I, I watched The Good Doctor on ABC, which is a, a fantastic show. Um, but yeah, I wish that I had more things. It's fine. It's fine. Obviously, y'all Pimple know. I watched Popper. I, I watched Botched. Oh, you're one of those. Dr. Miami. You watch the pimple popping. You like that I shit. do. I mean, I can't say that I like it, but I'm just fascinated. Are and you it one of those people ref- that likes to pop other people's bumps? I don't like to pop other people's bumps, but I'm not. Like, I could watch a bump get popped and I'm not like, Bleh. I'm not like nauseated. Now, I have seen some things that's like, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty gross. But, you know, I'm that kind of, I like to pick my own. I don't get, like, you know, I don't have a whole lot of, Mm-mm. I like scabs. You know, my mom used to say that I was always, I'm, I have all these scars all over my body because I've never let a scab heal properly in my whole <laughs> life. Um, you know, I like to pick my own little things. But, yeah, I, I do watch The Pimple Popper. I do like it. and Because mm. it's fascinating. These people have stories and they have to live with these, like, malformities and different issues. And I'm fascinated by that. But Delicious. that's what I'm watching. You know, I'm just really... A big fat dork. I don't. What have anything. I been watching? I know. Well, you all obviously know we we talk about Love After Lockup and Ninety Day Fiance, and other places. But mm-hmm. for myself, I've been watching Lovecraft Country. Oh, now I don't okay. think that's your kind of character. There you go. You know me well <laughs> at all. There you I was go. never gonna ask you. you and several people have asked me. You know, I mean, even this weekend. And I mean, people have been campaigning for me to watch it. They're like, I think that, you know, if you can get past. And I'm like, no, I can't. No, no. Y'all, can't whoever's campaigning for that don't know you like that. Because <laughs> I, I do I'm not like, see oh, Kia uh-uh, at all being uh-uh. amused by anything in Lovecraft Country. I personally haven't read the book, but I really, really want to. Because I like to do the compare and contrast. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, the shows and the movies are never like the books. That's how I felt about American Gods. American Gods was my shit. Okay, do you oh, hear me? I read that book three times. Yes. And when the show came out, I was just beside myself. And it was a beautiful <laughs> show, but it was just not. It just wasn't what it needed to be. Then they fired Orlando Jones, and I was irritated about that. And he was the perfect Anansi, so yeah, I know you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, but I'm just listening, just listening. So, yes, I've been watching Lovecraft Country, and the episode last night was the most recent where they told the backstory of of his of Atticus love when he was in the Ooh, war. And Atticus. And do you know who it was? Hold on, because I always be forgetting her name. She was in real world. Oh Lord. She I has know. like a real acting job? Yes. She's like a real actress now. Fascinating. Jamie Chung. You know this girl? You, you, you used to watch uh Real World. I right? did watch Real World, but I'm trying I'm gonna have to Do you remember this girl? Oh, okay, yeah. She's a real actress now. So she's on Lovecraft Country. And let me tell you something about that episode last night. I don't think a lot of people liked it because the show is doing a lot. It's a lot of sci-fi. It's more sci-fi than I realized it was. But it's actually a very good show. And I'm curious to see how they tie this all together. I think they're doing all these backstories. Michael K. Williams is in it. Um, uh, uh, God, what's her name? And and Antoine? and. Antoine. Antoine. The mom from the Clark Sisters movie. Oh, um, I'm going to mispronounce it, but I'm going to look it up. I think it's like Ajene Ellis. Courtney B. Vance was in it. He was oh, in the- Oh, we love Courtney B. We Vance. We love Courtney B. Vance. Um, <laughs> he was dancing. Journey Small, Small, 
let of course she's perfect for those witchy movies let me tell you something. i mean shows a young angela bassett okay b she's very talented very she's very extremely talented, talented and acts really really hard but super talented <laughs> i mean very hard i mean she's been doing this since full house though so exactly we stand angela bassett and jerdy smollett act do you hear me like they put their whole forearms in it um and it's good acting. It's just acting. <laughs> so, but I've been watching Lovecraft Country. I was catching up on Marriage Boot Camp. Um, you know, yeah, I, it's Ajene. 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 Okay. Ajene. Ajene. A U N. A U N J A N U E. Ajene Ellis. Okay. So Ajene plays Courtney B. Vance's wife. Okay. Good. Hippolyta. Hippolyta. Um, Hippolyta, child so these these are some names for your tale well this is this takes place between the late 40s and the 60s hippolyta hippolyta (laughs) (laughs) okay but i've been watching lovecraft country obviously my love after lockup and my 90 day fiance going back to my old shows girlfriends Kia and I have talked repeatedly about living single i watch living single far more often than i would like to admit um Oh God! What else? I need to get that up show on just some. Doesn't get old. It Little doesn't. Single does not get old. No, it ages like wine. It's classic. It's timeless. Literally never sours. It's vinegar. Um, <laughs> and that's it. We didn't really. Oh, and you, life, I was so happy that Zendaya won all those awards last night. I won that award last night because Euphoria. Did you watch Euphoria? Nope. Euphoria was a good ass show. And what she about? played the hell out of that role. Euphoria was about a young um, teenage drug addict, Zendaya, mm-hmm. whose name was Rue, um, who is navigating life, uh, trying to get clean. She's on and off of drugs, but really she doesn't get fully off. Um, and, you know, it's about all of the stuff that she's dealing with as a teenager. She's got a best friend who turned love interest. Um, who is a trans girl uh, new in town? Um, her real mm-hmm. name her her real name is Hunter, and so that's her best friend turned love interest. And her sister is Storm Reed, mm-hmm. and she's yeah she's battling she's battling a serious, I think it's heroin, like opioid addi- opioid addictions pills. She's battling a serious mm. pill addiction and trying to navigate life as a teenager and all the things that comes with that as an addict. And she's a serious addict, lost her father, um, and that's I think how she got addicted to drugs was getting on his pain medication. But oh. yeah, it's a, but it's a really good. It's a beautifully shot show. My goodness, beautifully Beautiful. shot beautifully shot but that's that's just a little tv talk for you all it wasn't anything too involved you know write us let us know what you all been listening to i'm listening to we know what you've been listening to write us and let us know what you've been watching give us some good suggestions obviously kia and i have very different <laughs> tastes in tv so we'd love to someone actually sent you. me a dm today and suggested that we talk that we watch uh <laughs> i said i was going to mention this just to get your reaction but she sent me a DM and was like, "You guys should watch Tyler Perry's last, the last Medea." You lost play. me I think already. It's on YouTube. You lost me already. <laughs> she was like, "You guys should watch that and, um, and talk about it on the show." And I was like, "I can't make you any promises." I said, "I myself haven't watched a Tyler Perry play in like ten years, and I know that Jade is not interested at all." But I will do. I will ask her. 
and I'm just doing my part. Well, sis, um, and sis who wrote in, um, listen, Kia was absolutely right. You lost me at you should watch Tyler, and I was I was out. I was out. Of Tyler Perry got a governor's award. Now we didn't acknowledge him. He got a, the governor's award at the at the Emmys last night, and he also is a billionaire his- now. He, yes, and he told a story about his grandmama squill. So shout out to Tyler. Shout out to you. And you know what? I will always be here for black people's success. Now, you know, I still think that the boondocks was right. And that was a compound. Okay. But <laughs> I'm okay. going to get me some more Kool-Aid. But I do always love to see black people come up. So congratulations to a black billionaire, Tyler Perry, and for your award at the Emmys. For sure. And with that, we're going to get into this honesty box. Okay. Because keeping it light isn't working. Hulu presents Woke, a new comedy series inspired by the life and work of artist Keith Knight. Watch as Woke takes an absurdly irreverent look at identity and culture as it follows Keith, an African-American cartoonist, finally on the verge of mainstream success when an unexpected incident changes everything. With a fresh outlook on the world around him, Keith must now navigate the new voices and ideas that confront and challenge him, all without setting aflame everything he's built. Starring Lamorne Morris, Blake Anderson, T. Murph, Rose McIver, and Sashir Zamata, Woke All Episodes now streaming exclusively on Hulu. Visit Hulu.com slash Woke for more. 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 Honestly? Truly. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and get into this honesty box. Let's give our listeners a pseudonym. They would like to have a pseudonym. Um, they would like to have a pseudonym. A pseudonym. Okay, let me see. Um, let's call them Roxy. 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 You don't have to put on a red light. Okay, so Rox- yes. Roxy says, "Hey, ladies, can you please give me a fake name?" <laughs> We got you, Roxy. I'm struggling with how to navigate my sister's boyfriend's politics and how to possibly approach her again with my concerns slash navigate our relationship now. We're black. Her boyfriend is white. They've Mm. been together for six months and are talking marriage and next steps. They're even flying down so he can meet the family next month. But I'm still stuck on the fact that he voted for Trump in 2016 and plans to vote independent in 2020 because he doesn't believe Joe Biden is the best candidate. He claims at the time he thought Trump was going to improve the economy and didn't realize he was not he was racist. Bishwet. But now he's embarrassed of his choice and says he'd never vote for him again. My sister says she doesn't agree with his decision to vote independent and told him. But she also feels that because he's attended BLM marches with her and isn't voting for Trump again, that he's showing growth, quote unquote, and may change his mind in time for the November vote. I am shook because I just don't understand how you are looking at uh, how you all are looking at rings and talking about the future when this man has showed you twice that he's willing to vote against your best interest in the interest of other marginalized groups. I've expressed this, but I'm not sure if I should bring it up again or just distance myself. And I don't know how I'm going to feel about meeting him in person soon. Any advice on what to do? She's my best friend, Roxy. Roxy says, I hear your dilemma. Mm. I, re- I, I really do empathize with where you are in terms of being disappointed in who your sister has chosen to partner with. Mm. Um, 
and his problematic politics, you know, as you, as, as you have assessed. Um, and as much as I share in your concern for your sister's, you know, about your, your sister's choices, I have to say that as I was listening to Jay read your email, what kept ringing in my spirit is this is not your businesses. Um, mm. As far as, you know what I'm saying? I think once we have let the people that we love and are connected with, once we let them know how we feel, what our positioning is, um, what our beliefs are, what our values are, what our politics are um, in this instance, um, and people make other choices or make, you know, decide to do other things. I am just less invested in kind of convincing people, um, to believe what I believe or even trying to wrap my mind around how and why they feel the way that they feel. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I have done that before and have consumed myself with trying to, you know, make it make sense for other people. But at the end of the day, People going to do what they want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there is there there is a time in everybody's life where we have to kind of learn how to love the people that we love, but let them pe be who they are um, and find a way to love them, you know, despite that. And I don't know what that means for you. Right. This is your best friend. Um, and maybe that, maybe that, maybe that means that you and your sister won't talk about certain things. Maybe that means the, that, you know, certain discussions and conversations, um, you know, you will excuse yourself from, mm -hmm. maybe that means you have to enforce some boundaries around your relationship going forward. Mm -hmm. But in terms of you can, if you, if you have stated your concerns and, and expressed your beliefs and opinions and what you think would be best, you know, all of that stuff mm -hmm. to this, to this grown adult sister that you have, um, you have to get to a point where it's just like you've done all that you can do. Yes. Um, and you can make a decision as to how you want to proceed in your relationship moving forward. But I think if it were me and someone who I was very close with, you know, I wish I would express my my disagreement, my disdain. And, you know, I would do that um, as many times as I felt like I needed to. But yeah. I, I don't know that I would um, invest myself wholly into trying to, you know, persuade or change somebody's mind. Because sometimes people got to learn things for themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's only but so much that you can say. And I just feel like life is too short. People are leaving out of here and dying for all kinds of reasons at short notice or no notice at all. Mm -hmm. And so I just have a different perspective around what I'm willing to uh, engage in and what I'm willing not to. And I just don't feel like at this juncture, um, if it were me, I don't feel like I would spend a whole lot of time trying to win, win my sister over if this is what she wants to. There are people in my family who I don't agree with as far as politics are concerned. Ooh. And I let people say what they got to say and then I say pass the potato salad. <laughs> like, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get to a certain place of security in yourself where okay is the response. Okay. Now, 
Some who who you want drums or flats? Like, like I'm moving. I'm moving on into the. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Like I'm literally not doing this with you. I'm literally not going to be. I'm not going to do it. I'm yeah. going to love you. We can talk about anything. Crochet braids. We can talk about anything, girl. But I won't talk about this with you because I know that it's going to go left. So and also because you, I know you're foolish. Yeah. So I feel like why would I continue? Like it's, it would be the equivalent of me sitting here and talking to Maurice. And expecting Maurice <laughs> to get up and do something. You well, know what I'm saying? Like, who's you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying like, it would be the equivalent of that. Like, why yes. would I continue to, to just hit my head up against this wall, girl, yeah. knowing full well that it's not going to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, you know, there, there, there's only so much you can do now. Distancing yourself, that is completely your choice. And also very understandable if you choose to do so. But you can also move just like he has said. You know, past the yams, nigga. Like Listen, I don't have nothing else now. Who the mac and cheese, it, and it is <laughs> it's delicious. It, it's clear, and you can. People can have different politics or whatever, but let's just call a thing a thing. You know, Republicans or those on the right would love to say, "Oh, look at them, the right, the left wing. They're so liberal and blah 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 blah." And some people are literally just looking for equality and like mm -hmm. being human beings and if that's what you call left and wild the nigga to the left to the motherfucking left whatever <laughs> literally people are out here just asking for basic human rights and that's radical it gets radical because people have to do radical things to express how they deserve those rights and i stand behind it nigga but if you have somebody, you you know, I if you have somebody, especially this white man who just blindly decides that he does he doesn't want to see um what kind of country we live in and he chooses to be willfully ignorant in whatever way, you don't have to engage him but so much. Continue your relationship with your sister and address it as you know, address things as they come. If she comes to you later on and says, Well, Brad doesn't like the way that you treat him or he feels like he wants to be closer to you then you have every right in that moment to speak up and be like well the reason why i can't get close to brad is for a b c d and e but until then i would just cherish the time that you have with your sister love her as much as possible and don't don't waste none of your energy trying to convince him of anything straight like that because if the world's not convincing him enough what are you going to do? You're going to be wasting your breath. And that's just us telling you like it is, Roxy, because we love you. So I hope that's helpful. Please keep us updated about this family meeting. I am curious. I am very nosy to know what is happening at this family meeting. I want to I wanna know what happens. So keep us updated and continue Please. to send your Honesty Box questions to Podcast at gmail.com. And let's get on over into this black person self-care. Okay. I deserve All right. Uh, in self-care this week, I bought a new coloring book. Oh. And I found my very advanced color pencil set. I don't even know. It's like, I don't know. It's like 50 million pencils, whatever. But mm. I have spent some time just, you know, releasing 72, 72 colors. Let me pencils. see that pretty box. Oh, you it's, got the box of Prismas. Yeah. 
It was on Amazon. It wasn't even expensive. But um, mm. and I bought the sharpener mm -hmm. and like the blender, like the colorless blender thing. Oh, I need to buy all um, of that because I have. What do I have? The twenty four Prismas. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan, and I have spent a lot of time. Um, I find that you know it steadies my mind. It helps me to, you know, how people doodle. Yes. And like you know, like write random things. I have found that like you know, coloring does that for me. So I have been spending some time kind of really trying to, and I'm I don't know what it is. I've been feeling like kind of in a in a drought, mm -hmm. like inspiration wise. I've been like. I don't know. Everyone says that I shouldn't use this word, but I've just felt like really lazy, like not inspired, not really wanting to do some of the things that I know that I have to do and then trying to pull in myself. I just not inspired. I don't want to write. I don't want to do the things. <laughs> like I don't want to mm -hmm. do those things. Um, and so I've been trying to find ways to kind of get myself back in the in the zone. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, dealing with what's going on in the world and then having to be productive and creative is 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 challenging but i'm trying to find my way around that um and as such uh i've been enjoying my coloring books and my colored pencils that sounds pretty childish but i'm here for it uh i got a new coloring book see oh, this is women patterns and plants a self-care coloring book and it is actually made by a black woman um out of the uk uh serena mantle and so it's a beautiful coloring book it's got tons of tons of black women in it that you can color and with plants and flowers and moons and suns and braids and all kinds of the head wraps and all kinds of things so, so dope i love it um yeah mine is like um it's like affirmations and oh. bible verses oh that's mm -hmm. pretty oh look at oh look at your blending I'm trying to get better. Let me get the blit. Oh, oh God. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Noah, what? <laughs> Hi, Noah. Hi. She can't hear me. Up Hi, Noah. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How was your day, Noah? Good. It was good? You went to school today? Mm-hmm. You did? Yes. Good. You had a good day at school? Yeah. You ain't trade no awesome. mask with nobody, did you? <laughs> there you go noah she's trying yeah, to hustle you out some airpods she is you're not home. getting no airpods can you please get out of she here she's littler than me she's out the that's so disgusting and do not touch my door handle with that hand go wash Ew. your <gasps> noah you noah you better not i swear on everything you better not noah <laughs> Ew, that is your child. Ew, yours. I literally yours. have, that's why I have hospital grade disinfectant in here. <laughs> like, Children are gross. They're disgusting. <laughs> She's really like so tickled. I'm disgusted. Okay, she ruined my Because she woman. trolls you the way that you troll everybody else <laughs> in this country. So please, I fully support it. I, who do I troll? What? You troll everyone. Don't even <laughs> try it. Well, my black woman, see, that was a, actually a perfect introduction to my black woman self-care because my okay. black woman self-care is I'm booking myself for a night at a hotel. Are you? I'm going to. I'm going to get the fuck <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I will go and I'm going to have me a night and I'm not going to do shit. I'm literally lay around and get whatever I want to eat and 
smoke in some, somebody's hotel room out and like mind my business. Go ahead. That sounds like a move. That's what I'm. That's gonna be my momcation. So come on, momcation. That's my black woman self care. I'll tell you all when I book it, but it's coming. It's coming soon. It's coming soon <laughs> to a theater near you. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Yes, yes child. Indeed. So that's how we're taking care of ourselves this week. We 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 keep telling y'all, send in your black person self care. We're gonna read some of the black person self. Maybe we might have a whole black self send person self care. I can't get my words together today. Take your time. Getting grown podcast at gmail dot com. So send them in. Let's get to these petty peeves. Ripe it on up. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister because everybody know I can be real petty. P E to the T T Y, honey. It's time for the petty peas. Put your petty on parade. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. My petty pee this week is kids. They're gross. Um, but Ew. no, my <laughs> they are. I'm, they just, are gross. I'm though. still That's disgusted. Really. But no, my petty peeve um, is for asshole drivers. You know, we've had many variations of those. Many, many, many. On this show, in this particular one. So on my morning walk home from Noah's school, I'm walking down. I decide I'm going to cut down Clarkson, right? Clarkson is a pretty narrow two-way street. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, very narrow two-way street, actually. One lane each Mm -hmm. with no shoulder or anything. So... It's a FedEx driver. It's a MTA bus. Oh, boy. The FedEx driver is obviously parallel park, which means that's already going to slow traffic because people have to navigate with the oncoming. Then they got to go around and it's a mess, right? So that's already a mess. But then it's one nigga. The MTA bus comes. And it's one nigga who decides that he is more important than everybody else and that he has to dart and ends up getting wedged between oh he's not God. not like smashed but like his car is like diagonal yeah. yeah but basically holding up all of traffic between the MTA bus and the FedEx truck because he wanted to be a hero that day or whatever wanted to be an asshole and he caused all of Clarkson to be backed up all up and down several over several blocks so my petty peeve this week is for asshole drivers and people. You're not more important than anybody else. You people who speed, like, and speed in a way that's dangerous for everybody else that's on the road. You people who cut people off, don't use blinkers. Just inconsiderate dickheads who think that they are more important than everybody else on the entire planet and do shit to jeopardize everybody else's well-being and where they got to go in the flow of traffic. Traffic is caused by assholes. That's really who causes it. It's not anybody else and people who can't drive. But that's my petty peeve this week. What's yours? So I have, um, because, you know, one of the many things, when the Lord was handing out eyes, when he was making me, he was creating (laughs) eyes, he gave me a refurbished set. I believe that I did not get a brand new set of eyes. I got some eyes that had been around um, before mm-hmm. and as such you know I have to go to see eye specialists and go to the eye doctor and get my thing situation situated that I might be able to see out of these eyes that I have <laughs> and um, I just have to say that you know 
The eye doctor for someone who is as nearsighted as I am, it's just a place of great anxiety because I feel like the people go there. When I go there, they know. It's like, I'm not new here. I come here all the time. You guys know that I cannot see. And yet they ask me to remove my glasses and then proceed to ask me for, um, for 15, 20 minutes, a series of questions that they know the answer to. Can you see that? No. Can you see that? No. You want to try? No. Y'all took my glasses. Y'all know I can't see. Why do we have to do this every year? I can't see. I cannot see. <laughs> I feel like if you know, I'm here to make sure that I'm updating a prescription, right? So my, prog- my prescription, we know that it didn't get any better. Right. If anything, it has gotten worse. So ask me if I can see with the glasses on. If I can't see with the glasses on, then we know that I need a new (laughs) prescription. But asking me if I can see the letters and numbers on the wall with no glasses on is a waste of everybody's time. Y'all know I can't see. You know that I can't see it. So why? Why do we have to do this? Why? And it's just stressful. I had to do the visual field test where you have to like click the button every time you see the lights, testing your peripheral vision, everything. And I'm like, child, that thing is giving me a panic attack because I'm like, did I see the dot? Or what? what, what? I'm, I'm all going crazy. So my petty peeve, I don't know if it, who it's directed at, but I'm just saying I am annoyed and, and very, very, I'm just, I'm very anxious about going to the eye doctor because I'm embarrassed by my vision. I cannot see. And I feel like y'all just ask me to just like, you know, it's like, it's like, I feel like I'm standing in there naked. Like you guys can, you are exposed to all of my, all of my limitations and shortcomings. You know that I cannot see. Why do you ask me? If I can read it and then you like, they make you try, right? Like, why don't you try? Read the top line. And so I'm like, okay, um, N, D, Z, F, G, right? And she was like, well, first, those are numbers. I told you that I could not see. So why? <sighs> but yes, that's my petty I have piece. something for you. Mm-mm. <laughs> I can't deal with it. They're just not, I mean, I hate it, but you know, I'm going to go to heaven. The Lord's going to give me a brand new set of eyeballs and it's going to be amazing. And oh, I just well, cannot bro. wait until I can go and get the new eyes that are promised to me in glory. Well, I would appreciate some eyes now, nigga. I can't see. Oh, <laughs> I can't really see something. at night. I got a stigmatism or stigmatism, whatever. I got, I'm nearsighted in one eye. I'm farsighted in the other one. It's a mess. Foolish. A mess. Is what it is. I too got refurbished eyes, old ass iPhone eyes. And that is another episode of Getting Crowed. It was a brief one. It was, uh, you know, it was a light one. Kia and I, like she said, well, you know, you sometimes be on the inspiration path and you get a little stuck. Sometimes you just need a light week because it's been other heavy things. So we just wanted to have a lighter episode. Make sure you all let us know what you're watching, what you're listening to. Send in your black person self-care send in your um honesty box questions and tell them what else to do sis continue to drink your water because you know health is wealth and we must remain um 
hydrated as we continue mm. to fight for social justice in this nation. Uh, we also must mind the business that pertains and pays pertains to and pays us directly because we don't have time to be worried about other people's problems mm. because black people are a dying breed in this nation. Uh, and finally, you must moisturize your skin. Um, and this is important because it is in addition to all of the other societal ills that we are fighting. We don't want to fight ash as well. Okay. So do all of these things and that will help you to ensure that your black will not crack because it will crack if it's dry. Bye. Have a good week, guys. Love you.